Sure. And um, can we have a roll call, please? President Paulson? Here. Vice President Rivera? Here. Commissioner Jami? Here. Commissioner Maxwell? Here. Commissioner Stacy? Here. We have five ayes, or we have a quorum. Members of the public may make up to two minutes of remote public comment on an item by dialing 1-415-655-0001, meeting ID 2593-047-7380, pound followed by pound again. To raise your hand to speak, press star 3, and please silence any devices or televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when two minutes have expired. Please note that you must limit your comment to the topic of the agenda item being discussed unless you are speaking under general public comment. And to remind you, if you do not stay on the topic, the president can interrupt and ask you to limit your comment to the agenda item. We ask that public comment be made in a civil and respectful manner, and please address your remarks to the commission as a whole, not to individual commissioners or staff. On behalf of the commission, I would like to extend our thanks to SFGTV staff and SFPUC IT staff for their assistance during this meeting. For those present, if you've not already done so, Please silence your electronic devices. So before calling the first item, I'd like to announce that the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission acknowledges that it owns and are stewards of the unceded lands located within the ethno-historic territory of the Moeka Ohlone tribe and other familiar descendants of the historic federally recognized Mission San Jose Verona Band of Alameda County. The SFPUC also recognizes that every citizen residing within the Greater Bay Area has and continues to benefit from the use and occupation of the Moekwa Ohlone tribe's aboriginal lands since before and after the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission's founding in 1932. It is vitally important that we do not only recognize the history of the tribal lands on which we reside, but also we acknowledge and honor the fact that the Moekwa Ohlone people have established a working partnership with the SFPUC and are productive and flourishing members within the many greater San Francisco Bay Area communities today. So can we call the first item? Item number three, approval of the minutes of October 10, 2023. Are there any corrections to the minutes or notes? Okay, so public comment. Members of the public who wish to make two minutes of remote public comment on item number three, approval of the minutes, please press star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Do we have any members of the public present to provide comment on item three? Seeing none, do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, if there are no callers, I wish to be recognized. Thank you, public comment on item three is closed. Okay, so is there a motion um, to approve the minutes? I'll move. Second. There's a motion and a second. Can we have the roll call, please? President Paulson? Aye. Vice President Rivera? Aye. Commissioner Maxwell? Commissioner Jami? Aye. Commissioner Stacy? Aye. You have five ayes. So the minutes pass. Now we will have, can we call for general public comment, please? Members of the public who wish to make two minutes of remote general public comment on matters that are within the Commission's jurisdiction but are not on today's agenda, press star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when two minutes have expired. Do we have any members of the public present to provide general public comment? Seeing none, do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, there are two callers that wish to be recognized. Thank you. Caller, I've unmuted your line. You have two minutes. 
Good afternoon. My name is Mary Butterwick. I'm a longtime resident of San Francisco. At several meetings, members of the public, including myself, have asked the commission to revisit its extremely conservative 8.5-year design drought, the primary tool used for managing flow releases. The 8.5-year design drought reportedly has a return period of once in 25,000 years. I do not believe this is a reasonable approach for managing flow releases on the Tuolumne. This policy is particularly damaging to the riverine environment during dry periods when aquatic life need aquatic adequate flows the most. A clear indicator of the damage is the alarmingly low number of full-run Chinook salmon in the river, counts of 186 and 466 in recent years. So again, I urge the Commission to direct your staff to analyze flows using a 7.5-year design drought and reasonable demand projections such as the Finance Bureau water sales projections, and then present the results to the public. This hopefully will facilitate a meaningful dialogue on the in-stream flows needed to restore and maintain a sustainable population of fall-run Chinook salmon in the Tuolumne. Again, I urge the Commission to drop its lawsuit against the State Water Board's Bay Delta Plan and work with the state to ensure flows in the Tuolumne are consistent with the in-stream flow standards adopted by the state in 2018. San Francisco residents such as myself care deeply about the environment. We look to the Commission to be responsible stewards of the river by increasing flows in the Tuolumne. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Caller, I've unmuted your line. You have two minutes. Thank you. This is Peter Dreckmeyer, Policy Director for the Tuolumne River Trust. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank you for moving general public comment back up to the beginning of your meetings. Uh, yesterday, I sent you an email encouraging you to request an update on the state of the Tuolumne River environment and salmon in particular. Uh, this year is getting off to a very poor start again. And I also uh, wanted to point out that in your water supply conditions update, storage is at 93.4%. And it's the end of the last water year, the beginning of a new water year when it's gonna start raining again. So the SFPUC has six years worth of water and storage. And uh, Don Pedro is, basically as full as it's allowed to be right now. And despite this excess of water and expecting a wet year, uh, we had pretty low uh, fall attraction pulse flows this year. And, you know, SFPC might argue, like, well, that's up to the irrigation districts. But you did in the past encourage them to partner with you on higher flows during the summertime, voluntary, so as not to kill steelhead. So there is a uh, precedent for working with them on that. Um, Adam, I, 8D in communications is the multi-enterprise climate program update, which references the uh, long-term vulnerability assessment. And at that meeting, Dave Warner asked uh, Alexi Dufour of SFPC staff if uh, they could look at a drought occurrence interval for the design drought. Um, that's how likely it would be to, to occur. And Alexi said, can we theoretically add the design drought? I, can think about doing that. We can think about doing that, I assume. Well, I think he felt uncomfortable because he knew that it had been looked at before 
and the consultants found that it might be once in 25,000 years. And I'm wondering if anyone has done an exit interview with Alexei when he left. I think it might have something to do with being hushed. Thank you, caller. Your time has expired. Madam Secretary, there are no callers that wish to be recognized. Thank you. General public comment is closed. Report of the general manager. Can you read uh, those items? Yeah, five A's. Report of the general manager. Report of the unrecent San Francisco Public Utility Commission activities, events, and announcements. Uh, Commissioner, I just have uh, sort of two um, items to report. Both um, uh, are not the most pleasant of news, but there were um, two passings that have occurred in the course of the last several weeks of individuals that did a tremendous amount of work uh, and were of benefit to uh, not just the PUC, but the city more generally. Uh, the first was Don Furman, who some of you may know, some of you may not, but he was a longtime deputy city attorney that worked, that was a one of the foremost water experts uh, in the state and balanced his love of water law with a love of the outdoors and was an avid fisherman and conservationist at the same time. And um, he, I had the pleasure of working with him for a great many of my years as city attorney, and, and I know that many people here in this room also had the opportunity to, to work with Don, uh, both when he was a deputy and then when we brought him back as a Prop F retiree. And he did wonderful work on behalf of the PUC. Uh, the second individual was Tony Irons, who uh, passed at the end of September and was truly a Renaissance man. He was uh, the city architect, who was in charge of the redesign and building of City Hall, even though Tony never spent a day in college getting an architectural degree. He learned on the job back in New England where he grew up uh, in, in, in New Hampshire. Uh, he was a Renaissance man who lived on a kibbutz, who served as a merchant mariner, who uh, was an accomplished novel writer, uh, and for the last years of his life, uh, split his time between Todos Santos, Mexico, and his hometown in uh, New Hampshire. And I had the good fortune of, in his retirement, spending time with him in Mexico. And he, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful man who, when I decided um, that I was going to come over here, he's one of the first people that I called to ask for advice. And he served as the deputy general manager uh, under uh, uh, Susan Liao when she was the general manager after he left being the, the city architect. So they were two um, really great individuals and people and uh, wonderful public servants who did a great job on behalf of not just the PUC, but the city more generally. And I think we all owe them a tremendous debt of gratitude for their service. And I know that um, many people, me included, and I know many people here are gonna miss, miss each of them. So I just wanted to pass that along. Great, well, thank you for that uh, report. Any comments from commissioners? Commissioner, uh, Stacy, I just I want to chime in and honor the memories of both uh, Don Furman and Tony Irons. I think Don prop probably taught me everything I know about California water law when I first started working on the water system improvement program. He was a great teacher. And while he didn't always suffer fools gladly, he was kind and wise. And I think he was also really important in the negotiations with FERC and Modesto and Turlock. He understood everybody's point of view, and I think that made him a better, more effective negotiator. And going on a hike with Don, he could name every flower, every tree, every bird. And every time I was with him, it was a big learning experience. 
And he got his start on the rivers very early. He organized at the grassroots level and had two reaches of the Kings River um, designated as wild and scenic. And he loved the rivers. He loved to be out there fishing, hiking, swimming. And he was a, a, just a wonderful uh, work colleague and did tremendous work for the PUC. And I am just learning now about Tony Irons' uh, passing. And again, Tony, as Dennis said, was an incredible uh, colleague, work colleague. He was smart, he was competent, he was funny. He served the city in so many ways and then went on to the school district after the PUC. And he was a true public servant. I think both uh, Don Furman and Tony Irons contributed so much to the PUC and to the city at large. And I, I really want to honor their memories. So thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. And that concludes my report. Thank you. Um, unless anybody else, let us open this to uh, public comment, please. Members of the public who wish to make two minutes of remote public comment on item 5A, press star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when your two minutes have expired. Do we have any members of the public present to provide comment on item 5A? See none, do we have any callers with their hands raised? Do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, there are no callers that wish to be recognized. Thank you. Public comment on 5A is closed. Okay, thank you. The next item, please. Next item is item six, the Bay Area Water Supply and Conservation Agency update. Good afternoon, commissioners. President Paulson, um, Nicole, C Nicole Sankula CEO. First, congratulations on your election, uh, President Paulson, and your election, um, Commissioner Rivera. I look forward to working with you in the next coming year. Um, thanks for the opportunity to speak to you today. Um, earlier this month, on October 18th, I sent the commission a letter presenting Bosca's findings and recommendations resulting from our review of your WSIP annual report. Um, this report is required by state law as part of the Wholesale Regional Water System Security and Reliability Act. And it also requires the PUC to adopt a program of capital improvement projects designed to restore and improve the regional water system and to report on that implementation of the capital program to the state. So I wanted to take my time today just to remark on the first three findings and recommendations that are included in this letter to you. And I will note that um, these three recommendations and findings were also shared with the relevant state organizations, the State Joint Legislative Audit Committee, the Seismic Safety Commission, and the Division of Drinking Water via a separate letter. So our first finding was that there is a need for a notice of change, given the identified project and program schedule delays that are presented in the annual report. This commission last approved a notice of change in April 2022, and that extended the WISN completion date to February 1st, 2027. Since then, two projects, the Alameda Creek Recapture Project and the Regional Groundwater Storage and Recovery Project have experienced delays that will extend their schedule and thereby the overall WISIP completion. These two remaining WISIP projects have been challenging throughout WISIP implementation and are critical to the PUC's ability to meet its level of service obligations for water supply. So our first recommendation is that the Commission direct staff to identify its plan to adopt a notice of change, given the project status of the Regional Groundwater Storage and Recovery Project and the Alameda Creek Recapture Project. 
our second finding is that the anticipated project cost increases for those two projects will result in overall increased program budget and require increased WISIP funding approval. The recent annual report details concerns regarding the potential need for a future budget increase to complete the Alameda Creek Recapture Project and the Regional Groundwater Storage and Recovery Project. However, no estimate of the increased budget and additional funding necessary is provided in the annual report. This information has also not been shared with Bosca at this time. So our second recommendation is that the Commission directs staff to provide updated budgets for these two projects and the associated plan to secure approval of the necessary funding so that WISIP has sufficient funding to be complete. Our third finding is that there is a potential need for additional WISIP projects to ensure that the PUC's adopted level service goals are met. Given the potential changes to the Regional Groundwater Storage and Recovery Project and the Alameda Creek Capture Project, the water supply yields of those two projects may be lower than originally planned, and therefore you may be, um, there may be a negative impact on this commission's ability to meet the water supply reliability level of service goal. So our third recommendation is that the commission direct staff to identify the result of the changes to those two projects on the regional water systems yield for water supply reliability and the PUC's ability to meet the water supply level service goals. So as I was putting this together, um, I wanted to make sure I ended on, I think, a very positive note. And I think, um, interestingly enough, especially the mention of Tony Irons, who was so uh, important in the early days of the WISIP, you know, this annual report identifies that that $4.8 billion WISIP program is almost 99% complete. And that is a great accomplishment. And I don't want these remarks to take away from that. I think really, I'm looking forward to the day when WISIP is complete and we can stand together to say that we have done everything that we needed to do uh, in accordance with state law to ensure the reliability of this system, um, not just for the residents of San Francisco, but for the 1.8 million residents and 40,000 businesses that Bosco represents as well. And I really look forward to that day. That concludes my remarks. Thank you, um, Mr. Sankula. Um, is there, this is discussion only, of course, um, but uh, do the is there any discussion that any of the commissioners would like to um, weigh in on that or anybody else? Okay. Thank Seeing you very none, much. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so let's open this up to public comment, please. Members of the public who wish to make two minutes of remote public comment on item number six, press star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when your two minutes have expired. Do you have any members of the public present to provide comment on item six? See none, do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, there are no callers that wish to be recognized. Thank you, public comment on item six is closed. Thank you. So we'll go to the regular calendar. Um, can you read the next item, please? Item 7, approve the revised water supply assessment for the proposed 3251 20th Avenue Stonestown project pursuant to the State of California Water Code Section 10910, California Environmental Quality Act Section 2.1152, sorry, 21151.9, and CEQA Guidelines Section 15155. 
Good afternoon, Commissioners. Uh, Steve Ritchie, Assistant General Manager for Water, and I will say I agree. Don Furman did not suffer fools lightly. <laughs> that, was, that was very true, uh, but he was a great guy and going to miss him a lot. Um, yeah, I'm here today before the uh, uh, looking for an approved revised water supply assessment for the Stonestown project, which is a 27-acre project uh, surrounding the Stonestown uh, Mall uh, in the southwest area of San Francisco. Um, it is here before you today uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is that uh, the project has had a change, uh, changing the... Uh, uh, the um, uh, project variant. A project variant is where they look at, you know, not just one alternative, but a second alternative that can branch off of that. Uh, and that project variant has changed, so the project has changed somewhat. Um, that was uh, that uh, water supply assessment originally was adopted in October of 2022, so not very long ago. The second change uh, is that. Uh, there are updates to the uh, projected retail water demands associated with the uh, adopted uh, Housing Element 2022 update. Uh, this was something that was done uh, earlier this year, uh, but it was based on a CEQA document that was completed uh, primarily in late, uh, in late uh, 2022 uh, and adopted at that time. Uh, that had an increase in housing within the uh, city uh, and what was in the EIR was actually an increase over the next 20 years of about 100,000 units, which it lines up with the mayor's original 5,000 units per year uh, changes. Uh, so staff analyzed that uh, and saw that there was a relatively uh, small increase in the demands, but the real increase in the demands that would occur over time in multifamily residential use. Uh, so based on those two uh, issues, uh, the planning department asked us to revisit the water supply assessment. Um, and just a reminder, water supply assessments are legally required for the PUC to do uh, to identify if there is available water for a project uh, and is basically a, a document then to be used in the environmental review process. This is not an approval of the project. This is just approving the water supply assessment to allow the uh, EIR project to move forward. Um, so with that said, uh, we did conclude that there is sufficient supply for this project, uh, given that there are still uncertainties out there, uh, but this project would not tip the balance one way or the other on that. So uh, our recommendation is to approve the water supply assessment uh, and pass it on to the Planning Commission and be happy to answer any questions. Okay. Any, any questions about that assessment? Details. Okay. Seeing none, um, I guess we open this to public comment. Members of the public who wish to make two minutes of remote public comment on item number seven, press star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when the two minutes have expired. Do we have any members of the public present to provide comment on this item? See none. Do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, there are no callers that wish to be recognized. Thank you. Public comment on item number seven is closed. Okay, no public comment, no discussion from the, uh, from the commissioners, so can I request a motion and second, please, for item seven? Move to approve the water supply assessment. All second. Okay, can we have a roll call, please? President Paulson? Aye. Vice President Rivera? Aye. Commissioner Maxwell? Aye. Commissioner Stacey? Aye. Commissioner Ajami? Aye. You have five ayes. Okay. Um, 
communications that just information only so there's uh, no need to discuss that so let's read the next item please next item is item number nine items initiated by commissioners um, I have one um, which um, which just came up recently and and um, I've been informed that uh, the Board of Supervisors has, has taken a position to limit a remote public comment. And, um, and because of those circumstances, there was a direction by the mayor to all the boards and commissions um, to limit the, the public comment. And um, the, um, and, I, and I know that this information was sent out um, by, by our general counsel to all of you, so I'm not gonna go through all of it, but basically um, public comment is, is uh, according to this direction, limited um, to all except for those, there's limited remote public comment um, of which um, people with uh, disabilities and, and others will be able to call in. Um, so um, unless there's um, um, any objections, um, this would be the, um, based on the Board of Supervisors and the direction of the mayor, this would just be, I would um, say that we should direct the uh, secretary to put that into the uh, um, published instructions for public participation for the next meeting, um, unless there's any objections or comments. Commissioner Maxwell, I see. Yes, uh, you said that un unless there are people that have disabilities? Um, could we read that specifically? Um, and how will they know? Who has one and who doesn't? Well, this will be in listed in the in the um, public notice that goes out to the committee meetings that you um, remote public access is not going to be available unless you have particular commissions. I don't know if we can have um, the city attorney to clarify the specific language, but um, will it will be know? part of the notice. Commissioner. Um, the Board of Supervisors has adopted a procedure and uh, other boards and commissions in the city are going to be adopting a similar procedure. So uh, the commission secretaries will be provided with that procedure and it'll be published um, as part of your agenda package. Okay. So how will they know? I mean, if I, I say I have a disability, how will they know whether I do or not? I mean, you can put it in the, you know, I understand it's good, there's a process, right. but. the request how, would be made through the commission secretary. The request, for and the, what is for she gonna ask somebody, what's your disability and how, how you know, what, how, how is that gonna work? I mean, this is a case scenario of which. Um, It'll be a case by case uh, but, uh, basis, but um, the, the, the request will need to be made through the commission secretary. Can I say something? Yeah, please <laughs> say something. Cause if it, if it. I think what you're getting at is, yes. if, I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly, this is, in terms of whether you have a disability or not, is essentially the honor system. There's not gonna, there's not, they're not going to ask people personal um, um, medical information. It's, it's gonna be based simply on somebody's representation that they have a disability. That's my understanding. Is that accurate? Yes, and there's a Does formal process. Question, whether you like the answer or not, that's, I answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. And there's a process, and they do have to give advance notice of that, that they need the accommodation. And I'm guessing that would apply to the chair who has to do the recognizing, and that is, you know, how am I going to know? So when in doubt, 
Um, and it, it will be noted on the agenda if someone wants to make that accommodation, how they do it. Any other questions? I think Commissioner Stacy has his okay. hands up, and I do Oh, yes, you did. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Commissioner Stacy, and uh, afterwards, Commissioner uh, Jami. Uh, thank you. I, I think all my questions have been answered. I had the same questions as uh, Commissioner Maxwell. So if somebody wants, the commission would still be set up for remote public comment, and then someone who wished to comment remotely would let the secretary know ahead of time that they needed to use that remote system. Is that right? Yes, we would set it up with advance notice. If we get if we get no notice by the time the deadline for noticing us, then um, the WebEx would not be set up. Okay. And is our plan to begin that at the very next hearing that the commission has, or is there a sort of a phase-in process? To the chair, I think that is what we are recommending the secretary to do right now, unless there's any other... I mean, we have more discussions, but okay. that is the recommendation that's sort of unofficially on the floor based on the directives. It, it, it's a big change. I think it's going to be hard for some of our um, public commenters uh, to adjust back to live public comment. I'm, I'm just a little concerned about people getting notice and understanding how to set that up ahead of time. Sure. But we'll do the best we can. We will. Commissioner Jami. Yeah, I think the same, I had the exact same question on the WebEx thing. And if the city is going to um, potentially stop the process, then every time setting it up can be a little bit of a challenge because it's not just like I turn on the Zoom and somebody calls in. It's, a, it's like a multi-layer process, right? So I think that's the set first thing. And I think I really do appreciate the same. I, my concern was the same thing. It's just so fast and... I'm not sure how fast people can adjust to the system. Um, I mean, I think this came up last year as well, and um, and obviously this is an honor system. Um, but you know, we as a commission, at least I, I know um, many of our commissioners would like to be able to hear from the public in whatever setting. So, um, so it is sort of um, hopefully hopefully this is not going to discourage people to engage with us. I guess that's why that's my take on this. I have a comment also, but Commissioner Ajami, I mean, Commissioner Maxwell, I'm sorry. Uh, was there a particular issue, did something happen that, I know they've been thinking about it, but did something in particular happen that um, brought us to this point? Yes, Commissioner. Uh, there's um, a number of instances that have occurred around the Bay Area and, and specifically at the board as well where there was uh, profanity, and I think there was some anti-Semitic commentary that was made, that, and that, that, that so there was some profanity and other things that um, brought things uh, to the fore, and the and the board of supervisors, um, and ended the the um, remote public comment. That's my understanding. What motivated it? Okay, yes, I mean we've been going through profanity for a yes, long time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but okay, um, well, thank you. You have. Did you have another comment? No. Okay, um, and I will taking the lead because this has come upon us, you know, all so quickly. Anyway, we haven't had time to really do a lot of thinking about it. The lead is now that I am the president. I, you know, will take the lead of what the general manager says. I mean, we're not going to be 
um, our intent is not to be you know, stopping anything from happening. And if somebody comes in and wants to do public comment and indicates you know something that at least appears like I can't make it in there, there's no way that um, I, as chair, is I'm going to challenge that. So I think um, with that, I think that's um, if there's no objection, I'll say again, then we'll have the. Uh, the secretary put that in the announcements uh, going forward. Okay? Are we good? Okay. So that being said, we're still on item nine. Are there any other um, initiation um, matters um, to be brought up by any other anything initiated by the commissioners? Discussion only. I, I have my hand raised. Yes. Yeah. Commissioner Jemmy. Okay, so um, there was a communication item uh, on uh, San Francisco's, um, sorry, just to make sure I have the item correctly, um, multi-enterprise climate program update that was submitted by Mr. Bahar, I guess, uh, in a communication. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't, I, I, oh, I missed that. So there was, a, there was an item on the communications, multi and an enterprise climate um, program update. Uh, um, yes. There are two items in there which I would like to see if we can get some presentations on. One is the capital aligned uh, climate planning and the other one is the, um, you know, there's a, we have had discussions around um, CBI, the clean, uh, the, climate uh, bond initiative and how they um, identify um, different bond measures and how sure. they green they are. It, it would be valuable to have some presentation on that. I think okay. I asked this before sure. too, so that would be great. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Note taken by the general manager? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner, follow up on that? No. Okay. Are there any other items um, that Commissioners would like to initiate. Um, that being said, um, so we we need public comment on this then. So let's open this up to public comment on, I guess, those two items. Members of the public wish to make two minutes of remote public comment on item number nine. Press star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when your two minutes have expired. Do we have any members of the public present to provide comment on this item? See none. Do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, there is one caller that wished to be recognized. Caller, I have unmuted your line. You have two minutes. Thank you. Peter Dreckmark, 12, Me River Trust. Uh, regarding the change to public comment, just want to say for the record, this is a huge disappointment and another blow to the public. Thank you. Madam Secretary, there are no callers that wish to be recognized. Public comment on item nine is closed. Okay, so item 10 is? Uh, public comment on the matter to be addressed during closed session, with item number 12, conference with labor negotiator designated and re representative is Commissioner Sophie Maxwell, unrepresented employee, the general manager, anticipated issues under negotiation, compensation. Members of the public who wish to make two minutes of remote public comment on closed session item 12 plus star three to raise your hand to speak and silence any televisions or computers around you. Speakers will hear a chime when there are 30 seconds remaining to speak and another chime when your two minutes have expired. 
Do we have any members of the public present to provide comment on closed session item 12? Seeing none, Mr. Moderator, do, or do we have any callers with their hands raised? Madam Secretary, there is one caller that wishes to be recognized. Thank you. Caller, I've unmuted your line. You have two minutes. Thank you, Peter Dreckmeyer, Palmy River Trust. Um, I wanted to reference resolution 21-0170. It starts, whereas on November 1st, 2021, a new SFPUC general manager took office and then another whereas. It is the expectation of the commission that these priorities will guide the new general manager as he assumes his new responsibilities, that they will result in significant and measurable improvements in all priority areas, and that they will in turn guide the commission in evaluating his performance now, now therefore be it. And one of the results is environmental leadership to improve relationships with non-governmental organizations. And you might have noticed that very few other NGOs comment these days. And it's not because they don't have concerns and they think everything's fine. They don't comment because it isn't worth their time. It's given up on the SFPC voluntarily doing the right thing. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Madam Secretary, there are no callers in the queue. Thank you. Public comment on closed session item 12 is closed. Okay, so um, item 11, um, I guess uh, we will be going into closed session. No, we have a motion to assert. So can I get a motion to assert um, attorney time, client privilege before we go into closed session? Move to assert attorney client privilege. I'll second. Um, roll call, please. President Paulson? Aye. Vice President Rivera? Yes. Commissioner Maxwell? Aye. Commissioner Jami? Aye. Commissioner Stacy? Aye. You have five ayes. Please stand by. We'll be going and into that, closed and session. That passes.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television. SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television. SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
So, so we are now back in, in um, open session. Um, the, there's an announcement. Uh, we have, there was no action taken during our closed session. Um, I would like to see if we have a motion to not disclose our discussion, to not disclose discussions. I move to not disclose. Second. The roll call. President Paulson. Aye. Vice President Rivera. Aye. Commissioner Maxwell. Aye. Commissioner Jami. Aye. Commissioner Stacy. Aye. You have five ayes. So we have no further business. So therefore, this meeting is now adjourned. Thank you. <laughs>